This is a podcast by The Straits Times. You're listening to COE Watch, a new podcast by The Straits Times. I'm your host, Ernest Lewis. Now, if you're new to Singapore or are moving to live here, and you're into cars, you might wonder, what is this COE that gets many people here buzzing or exclaiming, Wah, went up ah! Wah, went down ah! Well, a Certificate of Entitlement, or COE for short, gives you the right to own and use a vehicle in Singapore. And this COE does not include the price of the vehicle itself. But because the COE can cost as much as the vehicle itself, how COE premiums move up or down can have a significant impact on how much consumers pay and, by extension, how much transportation costs. This podcast goes out before the COE tender exercise closes next on February the 8th, this Wednesday. Which means, if you're in the market for a new vehicle, you can hopefully consider what we share here to decide how you would like to bid. And to help us do that, my colleague and senior transport correspondent at the Straits Times, Lee Nianjo, joins me in the podcast studio. Hi Nianjo. Hi Ernest. Glad to have you here. Yeah, pleasure to be here. All right. So Nianjo, uh, COE tender bidding exercises, they start on the first and third Mondays of the month and last for three working days. The exercises end in the same week at 4pm on a Wednesday and if there's no public holiday in between, right? So, and that's when we all go, wow, COE went up, ah. Wow, COE went down. Ah. Now, the question is for February, February 8th at 4pm. That's what we're waiting for next, right? Yes, that's right. So, tell me, up or down? <laughs> well, Ernest, this is literally a $113 million question. I mean, that's actually the amount that potentially was collected at a single COE tender back in December. So, every discussion about COE premiums, I think it's, it's kind of a cause in basic economics, which is demand and supply things that will tug at demand or supply factors, and then at the end, when they interact, when the two meet, that's the price. So at the coming tender, I think there are actually some things that are happening on both sides that will make it something that's worth to watch. And, and what do you think is going to happen? Uh, what, what are the factors we need to consider going into this next tender exercise? Let me start with the facts, right? Then we get into the speculations. Number one, there will be more COEs available for tender at this time round, which is in February compared to what there was available in the past 12 rounds or 6 months. How much more? Well, roughly it's 3.4% roundup. That's only 52 pieces. It's not a lot when you think about it when it's split over a month because there are two tenders, remember. 52 certificates, right? Yes. So if you divide by two, 20-something. Mm, right. And beyond that, it's not just 20-something meant for uh, one type of vehicle. But still, that's it, right? The fact that we have been, the market is so-called starved of COEs any increase is better than no increase. But the funny part is, uh, you know, among my friends and all that, some of them will say, oh, I'm not interested in COE prices and all that because I don't own a car and I should not be interested in. But why should the general public be interested in the way these prices go up or down? I think for one, it makes excellent conversations when you have visitors from overseas. But on a more serious note is that just because the vehicles that get us around, whether it's the one that you drive or you ride in, needs a COE, if the COE price goes up, price of the vehicle goes up, the price of transportation goes up. You are doing transportation all the time. I know I'm just selling my own Coyote here, but transport really is uh, uh, that the underlying thing that connects us uh, getting from one point to the next, from one day to the next. 
Yeah, and it translates to even daily necessities, right? Like, for example, food delivery services, right? The cost of that gets translated into the food cost as well. Yes, I mean, uh, th- there's no doubt about it because delivery costs is a business cost that will be passed on to consumers. Hmm. Okay, so we're going into February now, but the the thing is, will COE drop? So just now I was trying to get into a little list, right? Uh, we talk about supply. There'll be a little bit more COE than normal or than before. Now, the next fact I'd like to share is that that's coming up on the 8th. It's a three-week break since the last one. Normally, the interval between bidding exercises is two weeks. And remember, we're talking about how any vehicle you care or you want needs a COE? Yes. And most of the time, it means that more time between the COE bidding means more time for orders to be collected. So on the demand side, the demand for COE will tend to go up after a three-week break versus the regular fortnight interval. But, 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 but is this problem or this spanner in the works is that this three-week break comes right after our Chinese New Year holidays. And to add to that, it's, I think, uh, uh, at least in the people that I see and I hear of, people are traveling ferociously. Oh, yes. Which means on the demand side, there might be a bit of a tempering down. And at the same time, car dealerships actually also use this period to take a break. So effectively, while we say we have three weekend breaks between the, the, the bids, effectively, you lose one. So it's, was it three steps forward, two steps back? Okay, so you lost about a week's worth of sales, right? That's right. Mm. Okay, so a year ago in January 2022, the COE prices for motorcycles, Cat D, they crossed the five-digit mark for the very first time and a record high of $13,189 during last November's bidding exercise. So Nianjo, I want to ask you, right, five-digit premiums for Cat D motorcycles, will it be the new norm? <sighs> I think, let's start with some context. The context is that if you tell me that the COE for a motorbike is five-digit at $10,000, well, the machine price, the price of a bike, the cheapest bike out there, is less than $4,000. So it's a very distorted view of putting a, their motorbike on the road. And I think that's why this five-digit COE becomes such a glaring uh, news point for us. I remember uh, back in January when, when we first broke into this five-digit, it was like, oh no, the world ended. <laughs> and I talked to our contacts in the, in the industry, the, the, the guys that are dealing in motorbikes day in, day out. They're of course saying, oh no, our business cost is going up and so on and so on. But you know what? It continued to break records. So remember, we, we, we started this by saying that any discussion about COE is always about demand and supply. Now I can tell you, the explanation I got is that, look, demand has been shooting up, rocketing. Why? Mm. Back to that point about delivery cost. This is the period when people or businesses are expanding. They're putting more bikes on the road. They need more bikes on the road to deliver your favorite lunch, your tea break, your suppers. So will we go on from here? If I look at the last couple of uh, tenders, the excitement, or maybe we've hit that pain point when you go, oh, you know, it's, it's not making news anymore to make $11,000 COE for a motorbike. Well, at the same time, the belief, at least their sentiments they're circulating is that even for the delivery business, the food delivery or the last mile delivery, that's sort of peaked out. You hit that threshold. So hopefully, fingers crossed, we're going to see it like hopefully peter down a little bit. Okay. But still in the five digit. I mean, it's definitely going to be here to stay for a while. Yes. And, And I think something that we also have to consider is that COEs in this current setup is not foreseeable, famous last words, that it will fall the cliff next week. And, and, and with reason, because everybody can see if on the 8th and you see, oh, motorbike series is still $1. Everybody's going to rush in, right? And what happens? You drive out the prices. So you always come very close to where you were before. So it's going to stay up pretty much like the cost of living as well. 
So, Nianjo, you recently reported after the Land Transport Authority announced the supply of COEs will rise by 3.4% for the February to April period. The first increase after two quarters of decline. Tell me, what does this mean? At its most basic, well, we got more COEs for us to bid. Actually, I remember uh, when this announcement was made. It was the Friday before the CNY break. And then I was talking to the dealers who says, great, we got a present from the authorities to, for us to go on a holiday and welcome the year of the rabbit. Um, but on a more serious note, the way the number of COEs are available for tender is announced on a quarterly basis, so it's for three months. And the current policy that the government has set is like this. Basically, it's one out, then one in. What it means is that if you want to bid for a COE or you, you just got an eye on a car, someone out there has to give up a car or a bike or something. Then you'll be returned to the system and then you go, okay, now there's a COE that's available. And when we say that there are more COEs for the February to April, which is that three-month period, it's simply because that there were more vehicles in the previous period that has been scrapped, taken off the road. So more being taken out, more allowed to return. That said, the increase is 3.4% is after two rounds of cuts. So two quarters. And it's pretty serious because the, the most recent one was 13.8% lower. And before that was 11.5%. So they're all double percentage drops. So even without going to absolute figures, you can guess that COE supply is still pretty tight during this period. How premiums were developed from here, uh, at least on the demand side of the equation, is really to do with sentiments. Kind of like the stock markets, right? When news that there are more COEs, the feeling on the ground will be great. Happier days are coming. The dealers will be a little bit more buoyant. They'll feel more happy. But at the same time, they also hope that customers would also return to the showroom and says, hey, I can really get that dream car that I've been eyeing for the past six months. That's it, right? If the sentiment is strong enough, it reinforces itself and then the demand for COE goes up. Okay, so with the increase in COE, supply premiums may slip, but as you rightly said, it may change again. So it's always like this little bit of up and down, kind of like a story of love and hate. <laughs> My life story at home. <laughs> <laughs> so Nianjo, given that we will have this expected 3.4% increase in COE supply uh, overall, what about the changes in the individual uh, categories in the quota? Well, 3.4 is the total change, right? So there are five types of COE, five categories. Two of them for cars, one for buses, vans, and trucks, one for motorcycles, and the last one is called the open category, which is kind of a, a wild card. You can use it for all sorts of vehicles except motorcycles. So the one that in percentage terms and actually in absolute terms as well, that benefit the most is the category for smaller cars. Cat A? Cat A, yes, which is uh, by definition is cars that have an engine that's less than 1,600 cc or up to 130 horsepower, as well as for electric vehicles with 110 kilowatts of power. And what was the change there? The increase is actually, it will feel pretty generous because it's 10.38% to be more wow, precise. Okay. Yeah, which actually breaks into four digits. Every month, 1010 pieces of COE will be available for tender for this sort of vehicle. On the other side, the larger vehicles, kind of, uh, they also have a bit of an increase, but because the way the COEs are being used, I mentioned about how open cat can be used for all sorts of said motorcycles. The reality is that they are often used like a proxy. They use just like a large car COE. And you add them all together, the increase is a grand total of, I think it was 11 more pieces than in the last quarter. Not so much when you think about it that just think of all the nice, fancy luxury brands that you can think of. There are more than 11 brands already, right? So they don't even get one more per month. So that's where we're at. I mean, for commercial vehicles, that took a huge dip right, which is, I think the calculation comes up to 37%. But I wouldn't worry so much if I were the business owner uh, in the sense that 
there are incentives that allows a commercial vehicle, the owner of a commercial vehicle, to switch out to a new one without having to bid for a COE, so you can exchange. So in that regard, oh no, there's very little COE, not so good, but it's not as bad as it seems. So the increase in COEs is based on the latest method of calculation, which the LTA says will further reduce the quarter-on-quarter volatility of COE supply, right, Nanjo? Yes. Actually, the, the operative word that came out is the term further. So just for background knowledge is that this is actually the second time they have changed the way they calculate and work out how many COEs will be available in a given quarter. What it means is that essentially the, the nature of COEs, remember that we were saying earlier that the rules now is basically one out, one in. So the reference of when did this one out happen? Uh, in the previous iteration of the calculation, they look at the past three months of deregistration or scrappage rate. The first revision that they did was they look at six months and then they average it out to three to work out how many series to offer. Okay? Now, the mental arithmetic goes a little bit more advanced now because the new revision says instead of six, we look at 12. And then we average it out again. And then from there, we average and figure, okay, so this, the next three months, this is how many series we're going to give. So in the immediate term, this means that potentially you're actually slowing down this reduction in scrappage. Because the reality is that there are less vehicles being taken off the road. But in the longer term, it's important to note that it works both ways, right? So if you have a, a sudden increase, let's just say uh, a given month there's an increase in scrappage, you're not going to get the full impact of this increase into the quota that comes later on. So it works both ways. It's a more gentle drop, it's a more gentle recovery as well. Well, I guess we should be grateful and take whatever comes our way. Uh. Yeah, it could be worse. I mean, if it's possible, if I can give a tip. Yeah, go ahead. Here's something to really consider. The general practice, the general behavior is that the COE bidding is done by the dealer, whether you buy a bus or you buy a car. Actually, you can bid it on your own. You can bid for one on your own. And the bidding, uh, which you can do over the, your ATM and all that, that you can, you can actually observe how the bidding proceeds. Not the ATM machine, but at least on the website, we could yeah. do it you okay. know, in the clouds, as, they, as right. they would say. Yeah. And things really comes alive because it runs for three days. You don't have to be there all three days. It only comes out in the last 30 minutes to four o'clock closing. Then you can see that, oh, somebody's bidding more. You see more bids being submitted for this category, less for that, and so on. You can see it progress. And assuming that you really need a car, right, you can consider doing this on your own. I mean, I did this myself actually a few years back when I needed a car. Oh, but that's wow. a story for another time. Okay, so that's another episode for another time. Thanks, Nianjo. Really appreciate it. And thanks for sharing your insight. Thanks, Ernest. Well, that's a wrap for COE Watch, a new podcast by The Straits Times. I'm your host, Ernest Lewis, and if you resonate with the points raised, do share this podcast episode with your friends and family. If you'd like to read more of Nianjo's articles, there is a link in the podcast text description below. Thanks for listening. That was a podcast by The Straits Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. For more podcasts by The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3, you can also download the audio by SPH app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O.